Hey, Jay. Welcome to the cave. Thank you uh, for joining me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Uh, listen to viewers that can tune in can hear you as Gizmo on Max's original Gremlins uh, Secrets of the Bongwai. I don't know about you, but I was excited. I'm on old school. I'm 46 years old. So when this was announced, I was excited that this series was going to premiere. I couldn't wait for my kids to watch it. What what went through, through all your mind uh, when this first got announced? I mean, I was just excited because uh, I when I saw the audition, I kind of freaked out and ran around and like told my girls, I was like, you're auditioning for Gizmo. Like, what? This is crazy. So and that's back in 2019, maybe late 2018. So it was a long time ago. Um, but yeah, I was like, what are they going to do? What is this? So I was, I was really excited. Um, yeah. And then to find out what it was, because at the time it was just test. And then like about six months later, they were like, all right, we're doing a series. So I was like, really? Um, so for me, it's been a very long series of events that I was just like, all right, cool. Gremlins is coming back. Uh, just very excited for a very long period of time. Still if you, uh, I remember when I, when the first few like little teaser trailers dropped and I was going like on Reddit and like on those Facebook groups and the old school fans, they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait for this thing to drop. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't blame them. <laughs> you know, I'm super <laughs> excited. There hasn't been any gremlins content outside of right. I mean, what, what gremlins two and then parodies on animaniacs. Like I can't think of what, you know, what else has been out there unless I'm forgetting something um but yeah this is this is a big deal it's been so long now we're a few episodes in uh how does this ride been feeling for you surreal i mean it's weird because we you know you create something in a vacuum essentially and then to have people see it and experience it and then see you know reactions and fan art and stuff is is pretty crazy um i you know i i I, I don't know how to process it. I just hope that people watch it and like it. And, um, you know, that's the thing with a show like this is you just want people to love it. Uh, so that's been my primary emotion is like, I just really hope people like it. So and so far, so good. Uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, we're doing OK. So that's exciting. Uh, well, actually, season two just got announced a few days ago, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I can't keep track of what's when it was announced or yeah, because for me, I've known about it. So uh, yeah. yeah, very excited for people to see more because there's so much you could tell with these characters and their sort of dynamic and how they're constantly going on adventures. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully there'll be more. Who knows? As an actor and a voiceover uh, actor, how does it feel like bringing Gremlins to like a new generation now? Pretty much it's surreal. Uh, it's weird because it's such a big part of my childhood and uh, you know such a big 80s icon um it's yeah. wild i mean it, it it's it's cool to think of adults and parent you know parents sharing it with their kids and being like oh this is the yeah. thing i grew up with but now sort of recontextualized and uh it's you know it's a gateway into horror <laughs> to some degree and uh a gateway into gremlins which is you know a, a such a beloved classic and such great films that I'm just excited that kids get to experience this in a way that they're excited about. If they like the show, they'll love the movies and vice versa. So it's exciting. It's amazing. Uh, tell us a little about your audition. Uh, were you approached for this or do you, have you worked with the creators before and other content and they told you to come over on this? Uh, they, so it was just like any other audition. I mean, like everything else I've done, you basically stand in line with everyone else, you know, and all I did was I got the audition. It was like, Gizmo's upset, Gizmo's happy, Gizmo, just a list of emotions. Um, and that was it. I mean, I literally just was like, ah, 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 you know, like making noises and then 
recorded yeah. it. The only thing I did that was extra was at the very end, I went like, and, you know, little things like that from the movies. But that was it. It wasn't anything spectacular. Um, and then I sent it out. I had never worked with Z or any of those people before. So even Warner Brothers, I don't think I'd really worked with. Um so it was just completely random. Um, and it's funny because Brendan Hay, who's the one of the executive producers, him and I worked together very closely on this show, The Crudes, but he was hired after me. So <laughs> that's the one connection I could have had uh, doesn't really exist. So it's it was just random is what it feels like. Uh, it, it's very I feel very lucky. Uh, before, while you're out, while you're auditioning for this, and when you got the part, did you go back to watch the movies just to get an, a better idea how you wanted to put your input on Gizmo? Yeah, of course. I mean, um, I made like a library of sounds and things that Gizmo does to listen to in the car, which is you know strange, uh, but <laughs> just to get that sound down. Um, but yeah, I mean, Gremlins is something I'm so familiar with. Uh, if anything, it made me nervous to watch the movies, which is, mm. you know, I'm like, oh God, I got to go live up to this. But yeah, I definitely went back to the source material and Howie Mandel and listened to it a lot and was just, you know, we go through so many more emotions to some degree and go through such a higher range of stuff in the show that uh, it was nice to have a base to, of understanding of Gizmo, but then we had to go far beyond it. Um, so yeah, but of course, always go back to the source. Yeah. So I watched a, a few episodes out or uh, what, what do you think was like the biggest challenge for you connecting with this character and then voicing? Because like not, you know, like you we see you singing in the lullaby. There's a, on the mountain and everything. We also see you as the evil gribbling. Like what's the emotions going through those different type of voices? Um. Well, uh, for Gizmo, he's he's sweet, but he's also got a bit of an edge to him. So there is, you know, for him, he's. He's kind of an adult, you know, to some degree, or a feisty child. He just doesn't speak our language. So it's uh, emotionally, I'm just trying to play what I remember and, and, and do what the directors ask, essentially, is, you know, we have a lot of discussions of, like, how articulate is he? How angry is he? How feisty yeah. is he? Sad. Um, and then for the evil, uh, we call them evil Mogwai, I think, because yeah. uh, the words were the word gremlin wasn't invented till the 20s, if I'm not mistaken, because it's a World War Two thing um, or, you know, 30s. But uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, that was just getting to I wasn't even sure if that was something I could do. They're like, oh, can you try voicing the evil gremlins? And I was like, OK. And then it was just like, ah, ah, you know, finding those little sounds and stuff and be like, oh, cool, you know. Um, and then getting to explore a range of them, because by the end of it, you know, we're between me, Gray Delisle, uh, Eric Bowser. I think we were the primary three Mogwai uh, or evil Mogwai, just doing a range of different sounds and emotions. Because you know, there's different ones where they're like, oh, that one has big teeth, or this one's got a weird mouth, you know. So yeah. you you just are trying to fit yourself into them and develop different identities. What about the singing part? Did you find Art. that easy? No, hard. it's very hard. Uh, that was the thing I was most nervous about is hitting those notes. And, you know, I, I still sing it in the car because I'm so self-conscious about, like, I, I thought it was going to be auto-tuned, but that's just me. <laughs> um, like, I asked, I was like, you guys are going to adjust this, right, in post? Because in the original, you can hear there's a bit of a digital distortion. Um, but in this, I was just like, oh, that's just straight up me. Uh, so it's 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 like singing, you know, when you squeeze air out of a balloon? It's yeah. kind of like that, but singing, they're like, it's like so high pitched. Um, it took a couple takes. <laughs> oh, when you were reading through the script and everything, how do you, you know, going through episode by episode, uh, 
how do you, how would you describe now like Gizmo's journey through these episodes for the prequel? Um, I mean, he's being taken out of his home uh, and into a completely unfamiliar world. So his journey is, you know, he's learning to develop a family outside of his uh, his core Mogwai family and, and yeah. sort of getting to just go on this big adventure. So he's maturing and learning and, and kind of developing into the gizmo will find him to be, you know, what, 80 years from now or something. So, uh, yeah, he's he's getting to do a lot more than at least as far as I'm aware he was doing before where he was just in this cute little Smurf town, essentially. Right, right. For like <laughs> themes and messages, like when people watch this show, what are you hoping they get out of it? Um, I, boy, there's so much. Um, I mean, that's the thing that's exciting about this is it's incredibly well written in a way that I don't see in a lot of kids shows. And mm -hmm. uh, the, the themes are very clear and, and there's so much about family and, and uh, sort of learning to evolve and, and mature like for Sam and then for Elle learning to trust people and the the sort of concept of found family and that you know the people you grew up with aren't necessarily your family it's you know you can also learn to uh become part of a bigger unit outside of that and uh, uh there's just so much i don't know there's a lot of themes that i feel like really resonate and uh and are handled in a way that's clear and mature and you know that's pretty rare outside of like you know, Avatar The Last Airbender, I can't think of too many things that mm. handle it in, or Bluey, <laughs> you yeah, know, Bluey. that handle things in a way that's like mature, but satisfying and not overwritten. It's just it just is and feels very natural. When you went back and you watched the movies and then you started working on these series, uh, Easter eggs, is there certain episodes that we should look for for different things? I mean, the, the, yeah, there there's so many, but they're you're not being hit over the head with them except for one there's one that yeah. i don't know if it's been revealed yet that's very obvious and very funny and when i saw it i went oh i can't believe you guys did that um but there's even stuff with i think this episode yeah just released with l's backstory is very reminiscent of the the christmas story um with phoebe cates and her sort yeah. of like yeah so there's shades of things that are parallel and um, even the opening i mean the opening um credits sequence i guess it's not credits whatever that is the title screen i don't know what the word is you know it's it's a it's a big easter egg essentially um yeah so th they're everywhere they're all over the place and even to like big trouble little china there's some stuff with yeah. the like hand motions he's doing in, in the beginning where he's casting a spell um so there's a, there's a lot uh I, I read online that zach gallagher was a part of this also but he's voice i forget who he's voicing in the series it's but did he uh two. <laughs> i think maybe it's henchman yeah. one did he yes. give you guys any any uh pep talk or anything about jumping into the series like no um yeah. i didn't meet zach till comic-con i mean i i yeah. was nervous to meet him and then kind of we were doing an interview it was like a couple hours into the day where he was like he basically gave me his blessing uh to do gizmo essentially i was like oh thank god um but uh no i don't think he gave us any pep talk he kind of shared some war stories and stuff about like him and uh joe dante but uh i don't know it's such a different world to be doing voiceover versus doing you know making those movies in the 80s uh right. such a so different um but yeah he kind of has a funny cameo in a way that like he's not playing billy but he's you know that would be impossible right um it's it's pretty nuts what are the chances we do see a gremlins 3 in your voice in gizmo in that one 
I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. You got I mean, to push Zach next time you talk to him. Yeah, I jeez. I mean, that would be super cool. <laughs> I uh, I mean, I know they made that what was like a Duracell commercial or something yeah. uh, a year ago, or I don't remember what it was, but uh, it's probably might be as close as we get. I, that's a it's a Joe Dante question. Then um, I'm sure they would get Howie Mandel for that. Right. Uh, right. From uh, Last question on Gremlins. What are your thoughts? People are saying Gizmo is cuter than Groku from The Mandalorian. What's your thoughts on this? I mean, I I do Star Wars stuff as well, so I probably shouldn't have any opinion. But uh, I, they're different. They're different characters. Very similar in a lot of ways. They got the big ears and the big sad eyes. Um, I don't know. They're they can't they be equally cute? I know jo, uh, Joe is a diehard like no Gizmo did it first and he did it better. Um, but for me, I'm like, I love them both equally. So it's, it's hard. I mean, if I had to choose, I would have to go with Gizmo just cause you know, he's closest to my heart, but I, I also love Grogu. You've, uh, you've voiced uh, some wonderful characters. Who's been like your favorite? I mean, Gizmo's up there. Um, it's, I love doing anything Harrison Ford related. Doing Han Solo is always such a, you know, a, a pleasure and an honor so getting to do like the lego star wars games where i was yeah. doing basically replicating every line he's done um was nuts because even when the game came out they didn't include all the lines it was i recorded all of it but um that was insane um god uh it's i mean there are all these people that are heroes of mine figment i got to do recently for disney um which is insanity because <laughs> their characters i'm up i just pointed yeah. he's, he's right <laughs> i don't have my gizmo up here yet um but yeah it's it's surreal it's weird i don't even know what the question was other than it's it's nuts and then to add gizmo to all this is is very odd i'm just going to keep doing as many 80s icons as i right. can apparently well as a as an 80s guy here uh, one of my favorites is uh it's off topic i don't know but michael j fox back to future i i'm like praying to see another game god i would love it was that. such a fun game to play I'm glad you played it. Yeah, I don't know, you know, at the time that it came out, social media wasn't quite what it is now. So I, the response is everyone I, it's almost everyone I meet at a convention has played it. So it's surreal to me because at the time I didn't, couldn't tell. But uh, yeah, man, I would love another game. That'd be awesome. I know that it's been discussed, but I, you know, nothing that I know of. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm down. Hey, Jay, I want to thank you uh, for giving me a few minutes today. This was great. And how can the list of the viewers find your social media to keep up with you with everything? just my name just aj l-o-c-a-s-c-i-o um on instagram and twitter and there might be an underscore in some of them between my name and first and last name but uh yeah just my name amazing you know one last thing i stole this from my kids i told them i was going to put it on the air for them so they could see it uh <laughs> we won this last year on a carnival so i told them i'll put it on there for them so if you want to just give them a little voice out with this would be great yeah sure oh i'm big <laughs> he's so big <laughs> Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's a huge. giant gizmo. He's, he's eating. He's a, he's a he's a giant gizmo. He's eating too much. There you uh, go. That's great. But yeah, I want to thank you. This was great, and let's get you back on. Uh, hopefully, with season two. Awesome, dude. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks.